Hey agents, welcome back to Cash Call, the only podcast where you get real coaching on actual real estate calls and conversations by agents and ISAs just like you. Today, your hosts, Dale Archdeacon of Smart Inside Sales and Brian Curtis of Creative Coaching review your calls, what went well, what areas need work, and discuss strategies for improving your conversion rates. Welcome back to Cash Call, everybody. Brian Curtis, Dale Archdeacon, back for another riveting week. Who do we have? We have people jumping in. Look at this. We got a bunch of people on live here. That's fantastic. So I'm really kind of liking this format that we're doing now where, you know, we play a call, we kibitz about it. It's either good, it's bad, or we find things about it, but then, you know, turn it over to the audience and see what their concerns are and do a little Q&A. So I think we're going to keep following that pro, uh, that format, everybody. I- I, I love it, you know, because again, you know, Dale and I can pontificate about whatever's in our brain and we could probably do that for two, three hours straight. That wouldn't be an issue. But at the end of the day, we want to give you, we want to give the people what they want. So ultimately, Brian, we have never, we've never been accused of being short on opinions. I know that. Much. No, I, I've been accused of a lot of stuff and that's not on the list. So. <laughs> Awesome. Well, listen, I'm going to, I've got a call today that, that, you know, I talked about briefly, but what I want, I want to, I want to cue this call up a little bit. So there's a lot of good things that happen in this call. Um, and, and I, I really like playing these calls that the average agent will go, well, that's a great call it, because it is a great call, but even in the greatness is where we can still see opportunities to move forward and, and make and get better. Because, you know, one of the things I think sometimes happens, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, is someone goes, man, I just had a great call with somebody. The question that I'm, I want to ask, just because I want to push people to the next level is, was that a great call because the person was super easy to talk to and gave you all the information? Or was that a great call because you were really dialed in and really focused? And re- because, and, and by the way, the answer can be both. That's also an answer. But I think, you know, it's kind of like a fallacy. Like, you know, if you're, if you're a professional football team playing a high school team and you beat them, you know, 110 to nothing, is that mean, is that because you played well? Or is that because it was the easiest game you've ever played in your life? So I I challenge everybody, even at the end of what you would call a successful call, to take a look at that and say, hey, next time it's not going to be that easy. What can I do better? And and that's to me what this phone call is all about. I want to say something about that, too. So listen, everybody needs wins, right? We all need wins. Amen. We all need wins in sales. Absolutely. Because, uh, you know, I've, I've I've run inside sales departments that were strictly cold outbound prospecting and that is a that is a that is a that's a grind right that is that is breaking rocks in the sun at in prison you know what i mean like that is what that is versus being a referral agent right who only works with people who are warm no like and trust ready to go don't argue with you right lay down business and yeah, that's more fun and easier, but that does not build your skills. I'm telling you, you can do that kind of business for 20 years and still be a half-assed skilled salesperson because you didn't have to be a skilled salesperson. But on the other side, you can do that grind, that nasty outbound cold stuff and really have some, build some high sales skill, but burn out and like want to be in a clock tower of the rifle, right? Like, because it's so it just kills your soul. Yep. Um, so you need, I think you need it too. I agree. You know, and, and, and before I play this call, I'm, I'm going to piggyback on what you said. Nothing frustrates me more than going to a conference or a, a some sort of mastermind and, and the agent goes, 
well, you should just work sphere and pass clients. Okay, no kidding. We, we all want to work sphere and pass clients, and that's easy, but that's not a model for the agent who's been in the business for a year and a half. So, yeah, granted, if you've been in the business for 20 years, work the hell out of your sphere and pass clients. You got no overhead. It's fabulous. Keep doing that. Great. But it's not something that you can say, hey, you know, you've been in the business for six months, work your sphere and pass clients. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's, like a bad, yeah. bad joke I say to newer agents when they're like, how do I get more business? And I'm like, just get more past clients. It's very easy. So like, yeah, thanks. Thank, thanks, Dale. Okay. Thanks awesome. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to play this call again. Um, I, there's a lot of opportunity that in this call, but I think there's some great things in it as well. So I see you are calling about 18 Sutherland Lane in Bella Vista. Mm hmm. Awesome. Uh, are we scheduling an appointment or do we have some questions? I was just looking for um, the rest of the, the plan for it. it. It's it's in the building phase. So mm -hmm. can you pause it? The floor plan. The floor plan. Yeah. And then just. Yeah. So I just want to point out where she said, I see you're calling about the address. Uh, do you want to go see it or do you have questions? Don't invite the questions. Just ask, hey, it looks like a beautiful home. When would you like to go see it? That's it. Make them drag you back to the questions. Go ahead. That used to be my script, actually, or used to be, hey, this is Brian Curse Curse Real Group. Just reached out today. So you made an inquiry about one, two, three mainstream. I was wondering if you want to make an appointment or do you, or I'd be happy to answer any questions. So yeah. I'm I, not I, as anti as you. And, and I taught that too until probably about maybe six to eight months ago when what I what I discovered was we don't have to invite the questions, right? And in and fact, I agree with you. In fact, like we don't want to answer questions, you know, especially like when you're standing in the line at the grocery store trying to pick up your kid from soccer. I, I don't know what the hell property you're calling about. And I can't answer your question anyway. So let me see if I can avoid it altogether. Yeah. And and, and let me say this. I, I agree with Dale and understand your lead source. So this is a low funnel lead source. It's a realtor.com, a Zillow, a sign call. Those are low funnel lead sources. And for those low funnel lead sources, I agree. Hey, great. Looks like a beautiful property. I'd love to set up a time for you to take a look at it. When are you available? I've got time today or tomorrow, which works better for you. And I'm a big slot close, either or close, whatever you want to call those. So because again, the answer to that is never no. Would you like to go see it today or tomorrow? No, that, that doesn't make sense. So people won't <laughs> say that. Right. It either causes them to give you a, an explanation or talk about it, or they say, great, tomorrow works. Okay, awesome. And then you can go into that. So I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, the, and it's the finished plan, really. The room sizes. Okay, all right, cool. I will, um, let's see, I just want to make sure that your email is at carolynvaughn at outlook.com. Carly Vaughn? Car oh, gosh, I couldn't even put my glasses on. I didn't even see the Y. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> Carly, um, let me go ahead and get the floor plan. Um, most likely what we'll end up gathering for you is photos of a house that's already completed. So it might look a little bit different, but they'll use it as a reference. Does that work? Yeah, I mean, but just, um, that's fine. But like, I still want to know the, the room sizes specifically, not like, I assume they already have that planned out. Well, yeah, for the, yeah, so okay. for the, the floor plan, we'll have that. Um, okay. Yeah, the floor plan will have that, but like when um, that other product that you're asking for, oh, right, like they're finished. Like, exactly. The it'll be, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it'll just kind of show you like, hey, once, you know, there, because sometimes I think the sketches can look a little bit overwhelming, um, but then you can also, it also helps to be able to put a visual of 
the closest looking, so I can usually gather both of those pieces for you and um, get that. All right, and then. Um... So I'm going to pause that. I want to I want to congratulate this agent here. Probably eight out of ten agents that Dale and I have been listening to would say, "Well, I'll call the listing agent." So she kind of implied that she's not the listing agent, but she never said, I'm not the listing agent. Let me call the listing agent. She yeah. said, I'm going to gather this information. I'm going to get you the floor plan. I'm going to get you a, a house because it's, you know, we can find a house that's similar to this. So you can see the finishes. I'm going to get you that information. She didn't say, by the way, I'm not the person you want to talk to. So amazing job there. Take that note and you can tweak that a little bit, but at the end of the day, I think she did a fabulous job with that. What about yeah. you? Yeah, no, uh, that is really good. Exactly. And, and a good lesson. And you know, it's funny is we have to point that out because if you don't know that you shouldn't do what you just said she didn't do, you <laughs> wouldn't have caught it that she didn't right. do it, right? It was very smooth. And yeah. you're like, oh, sure. And to a, an agent that's not trained as well or an ISA that's not trained as well, to them, what she did versus what they would do by pointing out that they need to reach out to some other agent or the listing agent, they'd be like, what, it's the same thing, right? We said the same thing. No, you didn't say the same thing. No. So, you know, as far as they know, you know, maybe this is a listing in our office, which is better than being a listing at another company. And so, and, and she doesn't ask. So great. We'll just keep moving forward and, and, and great job with that. So yeah. right, play, play a little bit more here. Um, regarding this house, are you guys on a, um, timetable to move or you know we were just looking we live in Bella Vista already we're thinking about selling and getting a bigger home a little bit it's not even that much bigger than ours but okay. it's newer and has if the room sizes are decent mm -hmm. then but okay, that's, we're fine. not really like on a time frame we would have to sell our house anyways okay all right awesome would this be a contingency or would you purchase and then list it? Like, what what is your vision for? I guess it, it really depends on how much I love it. If if I love it and I'm afraid of losing it, I guess it, we would have to figure you out if it's a contingent. Yeah, I mean, we're really not motivated right mm -hmm. now in either direction. We have money saved up to do remodel if we decide to stay. It's just I'm kind of in that in-between stage. Like, do we remodel okay. or do we sell and, and buy? Yeah, no, it's it's a tough stage, you know, um, one, because I'm sure you've, it sounds like you've probably made some memories there. All right. Now, instead of this agent doing talking, right, here's what I hear. I want to know why are you doing this? What are you trying to solve for? What is missing from your current home that you either need to buy or renovate to get, right? Like, where's the pain? Show me the bullet wound. I want to talk some emotional stuff because this lead is all like procedural stuff, right? She's all like cerebral and not any kind of emotion. And I know that we, we can dig it out of her. And I'd like to hear that happen instead of this agent starting to try and tell her what her opinion is or whatever. Right. And, and the other, here's a great question by that. When someone starts talking about a potential remodel, here's a great question. Out of curiosity, have you ever done a remodel? Because I've done it. And it sucks. I, I mean, and it's not sucked. It doesn't suck if you don't live in the house. But if you ever remodel a house that you live in, that sucks. 
I've done that several times. It really sucks. So, you know, you might go into a story. Hey, I completely understand. Hey, by the way, have you had done a remodel before? No, I never have. And then, you know, you know here's the thing. And, and you might want to talk to some other people. I'm not the expert by any stretch of the imagination, but you might want to consider what that's going to look like for you on a day-to-day basis. You know, by the way, you know, are you, either of you working out of the house, you know, try and get some kind of, you can't work out of house to do a remodel. I mean, I guess you could, but oh my God. So, you know, and again, not we want on video like us. Right, exactly. You know, I, I'm keep muting my microphone because I, I, my, I've got road noise driving by me. I got my window open. And it's hot. So anyway, um, I'll just play a little bit. But there's a lot of little things in here. Again, is that a crisis? No, but she missed an opportunity, kind of like I said, to get into the fields, and I, that's that's important. Yeah. Remember, the, there you go. People do not buy for logic, they buy for emotions. And I think one of the things that we missed in this call is where is the, you know, I wrote this down. If you don't mind me asking, what is the reason that you would consider moving? Yeah, where, show me the bullet wound. Yep, <laughs> there you go. All right, we only got a couple minutes left in this call. We'll play rest. You know, like which, which direction do we grow into? You know, it sounds like you still love your home very much. Um, when you say we, is it, um, who are we talking about? My husband and I, and it's not really as much that we love it. It's that Bella Vista has a lack of choices right now. We need room sizes are really what it falls down to. We need a minimum of 2,800 square feet, minimum of four bedrooms, minimum of three baths. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, you're, you're right. In Bella Vista, there is not a lot. There is not an abundance of that. Correct. And, and then the one. I mean, and then price ways. We're, our house, what we owe in our house is significantly less than what people are asking for the square footage here. Mm -hmm. So. So right there, what question that I would have asked or sometime that and it doesn't get asked. So I'll just let you know, out of curiosity, do you do you know what your house is worth? Because that changes your buying power potentially. Oh, it's worth 300,000 and I owe 100. Okay, I got $200,000 of buying power. Or it's worth 150 and I owe 200. Those are two completely different animals. So right there, she's talking about her house and we have some, you know, it's cheaper. It's a great segue to ask about that. I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it will also give you, it's going to give you insight as to what her experience is what her perspective is, her knowledge is, and or like how, you know, how easy or difficult this person might be to deal with. Another thing I'll, I'll say this back is when somebody tells me that they don't have to move, one of the things I like to say, well, that's fabulous. That gives you all the power and control and it really helps us put together a plan that'll make sure that we can execute things in a way because we don't have any pressure from, from an outside force saying that you have to do something. So that really gets, that's really great. I'm glad you're in that place. And so that's, that's really good because it signals to this person when they say, I don't have to move, they're saying, I don't want to be pressured. Uh, and that really signals to them, oh, hey, I'm totally on your side. I'm not going to pressure you. Okay. We've just spoken an unspoken code between us. Right. It's the same thing when someone tells me that they're six months out. You know, that's fabulous because that's about the perfect time to start putting together a plan to buy a house. Yeah. Is that the perfect time? I don't know. It, it is for this person because that's what I told them. So anyway. Desperately in love with something to make that extra. <laughs> I feel you. No, I, I hear what I definitely I hear what you're saying. Um, all right. Awesome. Well, I'm going to gather some information. Let's see if we can either have you fall in love with this floor plan or not. And then you can, you two can, and I'm sorry, what is your husband's name? Sean. Sean. So when you and Sean are talking, you can, you know, just really decide like, hey, we really do need this space. And then say if this one isn't the one, 
or you're like, oh, it's maybe close to, I could say, okay, let me search around and see if there are other coming that are like it, um, that maybe the rooms are a little bit bigger, and then I can just search around a little bit, because it's, it'll, it's very black and white. You love it or you don't. So yeah. <laughs> um, the house will talk to you, and I'm always excited to hear the feedback from the information that I can find for you. Um, and then we can just take it from there. Does that sound like a plan? Sounds great. Okay. And I apologize again for misreading your name. Oh, no, no, that's uh, fine. I misread. I'm, I'm honestly shocked that at, at, with the skill of this agent that we didn't get why. Why? Why? They, why, why we, right. Why? We, here's another question that, that doesn't get asked. So she said it's me and my husband, which implies to me that it's just the two of them. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. Why do they need four bedrooms? Great question. That's an awful lot of bedrooms for two people. Yeah. So, yeah. so you, she, you, you know, she could easily be like, hey, so I, I know it's you and your husband and four bedrooms. That's a lot of bedrooms. Right. Just out of curiosity, you know, what are, do you guys you work out of home? Do you have a lot of family come visit or, oh, no, we got three kids. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I just wanted to be clear on that because, you know, part of my job is to make sure I understand the, the client's needs so that I, that I can find houses that work for them, you know? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I can't ask that question if you have kids. So thank you for letting me know. <laughs> I ask it. <laughs> so, or, or here's how I ask it. So it's you and your husband, but out of curiosity, is there anybody else who would be living in the home if you want to ask that, you know? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Our three kids. Oh, they matter. So anyway, I, I feel like that's kind of, you know, the, the, the end of it. And, you know, again, overall, you know, I'm writing this call of seven, but there's a couple of things that I really feel like need to get addressed. First of all, why on earth do you need four bedrooms for two people? We've already covered that. Um, why do you want to move? We kind of already covered that too, but uh, you know, find out, you know, where this person, have they gone out and looked at any other houses? That's a great question. You know, the, or Dale's version of that is, Hey, are you working with any other agents? You know? Um, and because the deeper we can get in with this person, the more we can figure out how to help them emotionally. Because again, this person might be a, a person who buys a house next week, or they might be a person who lives in this same house for the next 10 years. So let's get in there. Let's dig, let's find out. And uh, so anyway, overall good call, but there's just some opportunity there. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I, I think it's important to go back and listen to those calls, even with an agent that is as skilled as she is. Brian, how, how much, like, what is she, what's, does she sell a lot, sell a little, is she experienced, newer? So um, this agent's been on our team for, she joined last year, um, and she'll probably close 40 deals this year. And last year she was pretty new. So, you know, she's worked her butt off to work on her skills. And yeah, she's- Deals in your second year is, is awesome. Um, and, and it's, and you know, for my team leaders out there, you could look at that and be like, I'm not messing with that. Right. Uh, you, you do your thing. You're awesome. You keep whatever you need. Pat's on the back. Uh, you want, so you want, here's a candy dish. Just keep doing it. Right. That's awesome. But you can still go and review that stuff, even with this agent, because you and I can hear those things and she'll hear them too. And it will, it will just continue to improve and compound on each on itself. Uh, well, cause, quickly. cause. Because here's the, here's the other reality, right? You get to a certain point where the only way you're going to sell more houses is get better. Because this person is a really, really hard worker. She busts her butt. She's out there. She's doing all the right stuff and she's learning and growing. But eventually you're going to hit a ceiling. Like I, can, I can't show houses, you know, 16 hours a day. I just, it's impossible. 
So, you know, what do you've got to do? This is the opportunity when you get to that level of success, when you're selling 30, 40, 50 homes a year, the only way that you're going to sell more is A, create leverage or B, become more efficient at it. So in other words, make sure that you're, you're not missing any opportunity because granted, this is only a five to seven minute conversation, but that could have been a five to seven minute conversation with another person. And, and so you got to get better. And, and this is really your only opportunity. And, and here's the thing. Maybe they don't want to sell more than 40 or 50 houses, but here's a great thing. What if it was just easier? So you don't get burnt out. You know, yeah. what if I, what if I talk to 10 people and convert two instead of talking to 10 people and convert one? Oh yeah, definitely. You are ready to reach your peak and grow your team. We know it. And that's exactly why we created the Smart Inside Sales ISA Ascend program. Just as every great rock climber needs a belayer to manage their rope and help guide them to the best route to the top, ISA Ascend is designed to take you from free hire to leader of an accomplished ISA department efficiently and safely. It all starts by gearing up as our expert coaches help you prep your business for a productive ISA department before coaching you through all of the best practices for recruiting and hiring. Once you've got that offer letter signed, it's on to targeted training for both your beginner ISA hire and specific leadership group training for you where your coaching will continue guiding you through all of the unique challenges and triumphs that come your way when you've got a new ISA. ISA Ascend is what you've been waiting for, so let's clip in and start your climb. Check out smartinsidesales.com slash ISA dash ascend to reach your peak. That's smartinsidesales.com slash ISA dash ascend to get your business to its greatest heights with ISA Ascend from Smart Inside Sales. Are we ready for your Q&A? Absolutely. All right, let's do it. So let's see who is with us today. And we got a bunch of people on here. Check this out. Hey, so if you guys are from LCA Premium, so we broadcast into LCA Premium. I want you to chat in Premium or LCA or do whatever if you guys are in Premium, okay? And if you're not, you should join Premium because it's awesome. Uh, but let's go over and let's talk about the Q&A, right? So what we like to do is figure out what kind of difficulties you guys are dealing with or objections you're running into right now that you're not able to overcome or deal with or getting ghosted or people, um, you know, not showing up for appointments or anything like that, right? Riding fence, any sort of uh, now's not a good time to buy, I'm going to wait, et cetera, et cetera. What are you guys dealing with out there that we can help you with? Chat in for us. And if nobody chats in, I think an interesting subject, because everybody's talking about it, we might as well talk about it until somebody puts something in the Q&A is, hey, by the way, Zill, stop buying houses. Mm. So, I mean, I don't know about you, but I logged on to Facebook some point in time today, and every real estate agent I knew was posting about how Zillow wasn't going to buy houses anymore. And, and I'll just give my quick thoughts on it. I don't think it means what people think it means. And here's what I, I like. I saw people say, oh, it's because you're losing the personal touch. No, that's not what did it. Or it's because they were losing money. No, they planned on losing money. I, I have an educated guess that they've decided that this just isn't the best market to do this in. So why am I telling people that? Well, because here's the reality as I see it. Yeah, they shut this program down and in two years, they'll start it back up again or whatever the, I don't know what the timeline is, but, you know, and also there's a big chance that some VC money said stop because, you know, I think they lost 328 million last quarter, um, which, you know, I don't even know what to do with that number. It's just like, it might as well be quote, 10 quadrillion in that number because 328 million is just not a number I can really even grasp. But, you know, 
what I want agents to think about is, okay, so, so Zillow is not doing this anymore. Congratulations, especially if you're in like Phoenix, where like seven to 10% of the houses being purchased were bought by iBuyers, your life just got easier. So what are we going to do about it? And, you know, I would, I might throw some scripts. Remember, okay, so Jeff from Littleton. Hey, Jeff, I know Jeff. Zillow overpaid for a townhouse and relisted it in the same, uh, I had one listed. So basically a townhouse subdivision had some in there. They overpriced it by $62,000. And I had an agent ask me what was wrong with mine. Why was it so cheap? So (laughs) yeah, they dropped the price by 62K a month later. So, you know, I don't know who the Zillow offers person was in that market. And we're not going to tell you even what market was. We don't talk bad about anybody. But at the end of the day, you know, one of the things that happened was Zillow just kind of did their own thing. But the reason that they had to drop it $62,000, in my personal opinion, is because, yeah, you can jack up a market and, and you can get stuff sold. But, you know, a townhouse, I don't know what it was listed for, probably 300. You can't you can't overlist it by that much and, and get no. activity on it. So and no. again, guys, remember this, Zillow knew they were going to lose money. I think people believe that Zillow thought that they were going to make money directly on the flips they've got a whole bunch of smart people over there, whether you like them, love them, or hate them, who know, they know, they know about real estate. I mean, they really do. I promise. Um, and so there was a model and there was something that we don't know, but I guess really my point is, is let's, let's not take this as an indication that Zillow's out of this, that iBuyers are gone. Let's take this as an opportunity to say, Hey, by the way, all those people who, who you talked to six months ago, if Zillow's in your market doing Zillow offers, Zillow offers stop buying houses. And I'm just reaching back out to you because you said you were considering doing that. There's an opportunity, right? Now, here's what I'm going to say about that is that if you are in a market where Zillow gets brought up, this is competition. They are a competitor when they are buying and or selling and or attempting to market for sale by owners or whatever they're doing right mm-hmm. it is a it is a it's at some level competition with our business absolutely and when i am when i am in a sales situation where i'm asked about my competitor i'm going to spin whatever i can in my advantage right so if that company stops doing their iBuyer program for whatever unknown reason, I'm going to fill in my own reasons, which are self-serving and spin in my advantage, right? I agree. So that could be, hey, Zillow figured out they can't replace the agent in this market. And so they've decided to stop doing that stuff. And I'm here in front of you today. So let's get this property on the market, right? I love that. They stopped doing it because they discovered that they weren't able to net the sellers any more money than going with a full service brokerage like ours. So this is where we're at. Here's yeah. the contract. And, and here's another thing you can, so Zillow, you heard that number, Zillow lost $328 million last quarter. And they've just, so basically we've decided, they've decided that that model does not work. And so this idea of Zillow just buying your house, it's going away because it doesn't work. Now it might work in a might work in a year, might work in two years, might work in five years, but I love it. And what thing that I love about it is 
we don't know why it didn't work and i don't need to know why it didn't work it's probably I just know it didn't work don't. it's right. better that we don't because then we get to make up the story right right hey i don't know exactly why it didn't work but i know it did not work so you know zillow tried to be a disruptor to our industry and who knew that after about a year and a half of doing this thing where they're out buying you know all these houses they, they lost 328 million dollars last quarter and basically what they're telling me is they don't want to do that anymore and you need to come back and start helping those consumers that they were going to help so yes. it's there's opportunities and I'm sure you know, we're going to see a lot of discourse about this over the next you know week or two. But uh, I will say this, this is not script, not something I said to my clients. I don't think any of this has to do with anything. I think they either lost VC money or decided that they're going to reset this model in a couple of years when the market is softer. That's my educated guess. Yeah, I, I think it'd be it's just difficult to I mean, I, listen, I don't know anything. I'm a cockroach, as uh, Mr. Wonderful says on Shark Tank. That's um, yeah, but uh, listen, I, I, I don't know, you know, I, in a lot of markets, you know, you and I coach and train people across all these markets and uh, in Canada, and I can tell you that uh, inventory is very tight across everywhere, and right now the prices are very volatile. Um, so, and, you know, I, usually that only continues for a certain period of time before there's a reckoning. Yeah. And there will be a shift. I don't know when it is. If I did, then I wouldn't be doing this. I'd be drinking a margarita on a beach someplace. But the reality is, is that we are going to have a shift. So it's the bottom of the hour. Before we go, I want to say this to everybody, everybody who joined today. Thank you. Let me start there. It's a, I think that's really important. But also, if you're going to join and you don't have to wait for the Q&A, um, because I think sometimes people get caught. If you get to join, just throw a Q&A in right at the beginning. Now, we're not going to answer it then. We'll answer it after we do our call. That's our that's our new format now. We're going to we're gonna play a call. We're going to critique the call. And then we're going to do Q&A. But feel free to put Q&A in at the very second that you log in because then we will have stuff that we can talk about and um, you know we don't have to go please please ask us a question please ask us a question right. so, so absolutely all right everybody thanks for joining us brian curtis dale archdeacon signing out thanks everybody thanks for tuning in for today's cash call replay want your call to be reviewed by dale and brian on a future episode of cash call click on the link in the show notes to submit your call we can't wait to support you